Hi, we love Laugh and Live. And again, I have our favorite pastor, Stephen L. Rogers, with us. And today we are going to be talking about stress and, and having mental food. Unless I am so happy to be here in the studio with you and um, all of the exciting things that's going on with this um, podcast. And I'm just waiting for all of the questions that you have for me. I uh, just want to make sure that um, we explain ourselves very clearly and uh, everybody is engaged in what we're really saying. And hopefully we're going to encourage someone whenever they listen to this podcast. So um, it's good to be here. Well, thank you so much. I, I always have a good time because you know that I... Your biggest mission is to touch those that are broken and let them know that they're also chosen. Yes. And I kind of feel like that person, I hope you out there can, I know I'm not alone. There's well, times where we all feel broken. Oh, for sure. Um, my thing is, is that when I minister to other people, I'm also ministering to myself. I find that to be true myself and, and in that's, life coaching. And that's the way it works. That's the way it works. Uh, in pastoring, um, you never know. I don't, whether it's pastoring, whether it's um, a life coach, whether it's a supervisor, um, anyone in position, uh, leadership, when you speak to people, you need to realize that you also have those fingers back at you. Well, you know, my mom used to say that uh, you never go into any situation to where the teacher and the student isn't present. How much do you agree with that? I believe that when the students show up, okay, the teacher will appear. But don't you kind of feel like when you are the teacher, you're also the student as well? Yes, of course. Of course. We... There's not a time that we stop learning. Knowledge is very powerful. So learning is an ongoing life experience. And that really adds up to our struggles. Which basically kind of, we, we left the audience with how important their thoughts were. Yes. And kind of with that in mind, I'd like to kind of go into our topic today and, and talk about stress and mental food. And I want to start it with, I think the mornings, and I think I speak for other people, you can either wake up ready to take on the world, or you wake up in what I consider funk. Some people may, may take that end and move it to something else, but I'm just going to call it funk. That's a good word. What do you literally recommend that somebody that, what do you do in the mornings? What would be the best routine? I'm not a morning person. <laughs> I'm not a morning person. Um, and I must say that I have experienced those mornings that I didn't want the sun to come up. But. I, I didn't, I didn't know what to expect. Um, and, and can I be specific? Mm -hmm. Those times was when I didn't have a job. And I think there's people out there. Okay. Um, a unhealthy relationship. There's people out there. Okay. Um, didn't have enough money to make ends meet. Even though when you get a job... Sometimes there's still not enough. Didn't know how I was going to take care of my household. Um, death of loved ones. Just many, again, as I call them, life challenges or life experiences that, you know, it's it's going to happen some some way or the other. So... With me, one of the things that helped me, and again, I think I said this even earlier, is play music through the night. Play encouraging words. Get on YouTube or whatever it is and allow the positive energy 
of the words or the song or the sound. So are you saying to the audience that you should play them all night or should you just put a timer on it? Um, How would you suggest it? Well, I guess different strokes for different folks. I play music all night. I I, I listen to um, positive words and affirmations all night. What do you think about the different frequency levels of music? I know that this could be a podcast in itself, so I'll only touch on it a little bit. But since you said to go out on YouTube mm-hmm. and do it, if, if we were to go out there right now, you could actually t- find different frequencies, some for healing, some for drawing in yes. abundance, some yes. for drawing in emotional yes. healing. How much does that resonate with you? That resonates a whole lot with me because music is spirit. Mm-hmm. And... We are spirit in body form. So there are certain frequencies, tones, sounds in music that will resonate with your spirit. And because spirit is alive, you can actually feel it. Well, I just so happen to pull up on YouTube and it says high frequency music. And there's different ones, like they have a 528, a 432, the six tons of different things, uh, 963, well, that's really, that's that's high. Yeah. That's really high. Now, what would be interesting on 963 is, is have you ever saw on who can actually handle listening to that? Because I know that when you get into the different frequencies, depending on where you are where you yourself are, uh-huh. Uh-huh. do you find that it affects you? Uh, I do. I, I found out that even when I'm asleep and I can feel the spirit or the, the flow of life in my body, okay? The music is when I wake up, and this is, this is personal, when I wake up, if I done the music thing I've listened to the music all night and it's just in my in my spirit I get up a different person okay so say that um let's picture it you you've had a bad day okay um you just have been hit with ungodly things that you know you didn't really anticipate being Mm -hmm. hit because you had your own plans Exactly. And you and the plans unravel and you just started getting this one and this added and not added and it and you're dead t- tired, you're exhausted. What would you recommend to be good music to put on to sleep on a night like that? Would it be a high frequency or would it be a frequency that would meet you in the middle? It would be a frequency that would meet you in the middle. Uh, because there are times when Silence is golden. What if you just don't want to hear your thoughts? You don't. Anymore? You don't want. You You're don't want to hear like, your thoughts. Shut up! You don't want to hear your thoughts. And we can go into another um, another theme about thoughts and how we can close our thoughts down. However, since we're on the music, then I I think that it should be at a level of, you know, the medium, not. Not anything too high, not anything too low, because you're probably already depressed and you're not trying to go down, but you just want to get something to balance you out. Well, I know that when you get to like a 528, between a 520 or 5 to 600, it's called the transformation. And, and, and viewers out there, remember, we don't want a monologue or dog. We want to share in a conversation with our audience. So yes. please, in the comment section, give me what where you listen to at night. But I have noticed for me something between five and six hundred is that neutral state. It kind of makes me into a transformational mm-hmm. state. Mm-hmm. Do you find That's that to good. be so? I do find it to be so, very but, much so. Because one of my favorite ones is actually I pulled it up. Is healing sleep music? I've listened to that one before. And I'm just gonna give a little teaser to the audience because I do really like this one. Well. What if I were to tell you that the purpose of our highest potential No, I have not bought free YouTube yet. (laughs) 
do you find that this one here is something that you would recommend? That is something I would recommend, even with me sitting here. It's peaceful. It's very calm. It's very peaceful. I find that I can literally be a, and I, I think, I don't think I speak for myself. I just like to be real. And people that know me know I like to be real. So I'm going to say that there's times where I literally feel like I have two people, one on this side that's like a good angel, and this one has this personality that I don't really want out. So I can actually play this music, and it seems to just balance it out. Yes. Have you had that happen? I've had it to happen. I've also, what I have experienced is that sometimes nothing works. <laughs> you can you can play the music, uh, you can go to sleep at night. I mean, you know, all, all of the things. And for some reason, nothing works. So what do you do then? At that point... Um, when I feel like it's not working, um, let's be honest, I think maybe a little night shot might help, you know, um, if you're a smoker, whatever calms you down, whatever calms you down, that's, that's being honest and real. Okay. Well, what if I honestly am real with you and tell you, I don't have a whole lot of vices. I was brought up, I mean, people laugh to me this day. I really don't drink. I really, mm -hmm. I've never had a cigarette. Mm -hmm. um, so you've got the broken here. What would you suggest? Have you ever tried screaming? Actually, probably people around me have heard me. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Not screaming at somebody. <laughs> well, but, you didn't but, but, that. but maybe just going out, you know, or in somewhere and just scream, just holler to release the pressure. How many people have ever done that? I haven't. Really. We have a person in our audience that says that she has. You really have? Mm -hmm. How does it feel? Depending on the situation, it feels a lot better than just holding it all in. That way I'm exploding and releasing it to the universe instead of like screaming at the next person that irritates me. It's a good way to help keep her relationships good you know i would i would say that that's interesting and i would say you know sometimes when you get on a conversation have you ever noticed that when the day unfolds you get kind of confirmation because mm -hmm. i was actually in a situation earlier today and uh i was listening to somebody say that for the first time they were driving in a car and they felt anger and it felt good because they weren't angry at a car. They weren't angry at anything that had happened. Just out of the blue, they had this moment to where they felt anger and they could actually identify with anger. Wow. wow. And they realized at that point that they had never really in their life actually identified with that. They've talked about being angry. Mm -hmm. They've been angry. Mm -hmm. But actually experiencing it and connecting it to an event was new to them. Wow. You know, one of the things that I suggest is that play with it. We're, we're, we're creators. Mm -hmm. Okay. What's going to work for me might not work for Melissa. All right. Some people will um, run. They'll, you know, they'll, they'll just, you know, go and find a track or on the sidewalk or take a walk or whatever the case may be. Um, again, there are those other little things that, you know, people do, you know, take a night shot or two or three night shots or, you know, smoke a cigarette or scream, you know. Um, I have found myself sometimes just clapping because I believe that clapping scatters the thoughts. You cannot clap. And think. And think at the same time. You actually really can't. I've tried that. No, you can't. I've yeah. actually studied that, and you really can't. And the thing about it, if you can get somebody, and I, and you be, you could probably have had situations where you've used it. I have. And I know myself. <laughs> but it's really funny because you can actually tell a person that is completely angry to do that. And first, they'll fight you tooth and nail, but when mm -hmm. they actually do it, they do stop. Right. I have seen a person back down from yes. it. Yes. Now I don't use it as often as I should. I, I've I've had people to scream. 
I've had people to scream uh, in some of my uh, worship services that I'm ministering to um, because I'm like, I've had people to just take a run, just just run. Um, How do you connect with that? You're saying that it's up to each one of us. Mm -hmm. But isn't that because most of us have a heart center where I would I believe spirituality exists within the heart center. Yes. So how wouldn't you say that that's where a person should actually go to get this wisdom is from the heart center? From the heart center. How how does one connect to the heart center? They have to be taught. Teach it's, me. It, to to <laughs> I mean, just teach say, me. Just teach say me. actually I I mean I do know for myself because I I'm very blessed. My parent, my mm-hmm. mom was a phenomenal person. I've told you that before, and she did teach me, but. As I'm a life coach, one of the things that I have noticed through the years with clients, so many of them do not know what a heart center is. Right. And they do not know that um, love and, and, and God that's within you is in you. It's in you. It's in the you. Spirit, it's in the you. spirit. The spirit. So you yes. can literally go out and somebody can actually be a crazed whatever. Mm-hmm. And you can actually sometimes see the heart center of that person mm-hmm. and know that that's not really them. That's not really them. And you 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 sparked something in me because she said, teach me. One of the things that we're going to be doing in the five-in-one ministry is having seminars and workshops, you know, in all of the areas, many areas that these people, that people of every walk of life is welcome to come and get this teaching, along with the podcast, along with the YouTube and all of that. So all of that is coming into flourishing. Right now, again, I will I would encourage my audience uh, to just play with it. You know, people like to dance. Dancing is one good way. You know, that's the reason people like to go out and dance. It dancing does something so in the mornings if i'm in the funk do you think i should like turn on some music and just start dancing just start dancing just start dancing just start being crazy you know just start you know you we think we're going crazy anyway you know just holler just just go ahead you know dance run around your house you know whatever can you see uh, me with five dogs no uh, yeah if you live out in the country go out there nude in the in the back somewhere and just let the air you know just just breathe all over you and look at the look at the stars i've done it look at the stars and and just probably shouldn't do that in, in an apartment complex. no not not the city i said the country I said. i'm just making sure here yeah, don't do that in the city you will go to jail for sure <laughs> but there, there's so much like now i mean you know we're sitting here and we're having so much fun doing this and what we're actually doing is releasing the stress that we've had all day today that i would believe because we haven't thought about it i mean you know really and so it's like Hey, this is really good. Talk to somebody that like to laugh. You know, talk to somebody that can tell you a joke or whatever the case may be. That brings up some yes interesting. Have you ever just um, been so broken that you just literally will get in front of a mirror and just start laughing? I've done that too. Because you have nothing. It's either laugh or cry. Yeah. I've, I've been taught to do these things. I have too. And, and that's why I'm encouraging people now because it actually really works. You get up in the morning and you look in the mirror and you cry and you laugh at the same time. They People think that you're crazy anyway. So just go ahead and be crazy. You know, oh, but you'll feel, but you, you will feel much better when you find your nick oh, of releasing stress. If you could come to my bathroom and see my morning yellow posted notes it's actually kind of funny but i will tell you it's interesting on which one my eye goes to for that day wow you know and it usually is uh appropriate wow so i i i would encourage the audience to do the posted notes and do little sayings that make them or bible verses or 
just little affirmations, I am statements on your mirror. I'm a firm believer of that. Are you? I'm a firm believer of that. I'm a firm believer in talking to myself. And I'm also a firm believer in answering myself. I don't care what people say. They say, well, if you answer yourself, you're crazy. Well, okay. I have conversations all the you time. You know, I, I, I talk to myself and I can really go deeper than that. Because actually when you're talking to yourself, you're actually praying. Anytime that you open up your mouth, and you start talking to yourself and reasoning with yourself and answering questions, well, should, should, I, should I have done that? And then when you think about it, you think, you know, really, I shouldn't have done that. Now, what am I going to do to correct it? And whatever it is, talking to ourselves is, I feel, very enlightened and it's empowerment. Spiritual. Spiritual. And reasoning with my, I can reason myself out of something, and I can reason myself into doing something, and and justify it, and so laugh like, about it. <laughs> would you consider that mental or spiritual food? That is spiritual food. What else would you consider falls under spiritual food? Like, do you think the music is spiritual food? The music is spiritual food. Reading is spiritual food. Um, all of the 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 actions. All of that is spiritual food. You know, we we can do all of those things. Like I say, you have to find your nick. You have to find out what makes you happy. And and will change your your mood or will change your in your atmosphere. So in the comment section, wouldn't it be cool if they just kind of tell us what their niche is? As far as with their spiritual food. Yeah, so other people can see it. So, and, and you'll read the comments? Oh, definitely. I'll read them. You had said that you have spiritual food? Yes. I was basically going to comment and ask. Basically, spiritual food is just self-care, right? It's doing the things that aren't always easy to do, but that you need to do for yourself. Yes. That's good. That's good. See, the student is here. The teacher's over there. Just taught us something. And that's something. I was just asking a question. <laughs> you just taught us something. It, it, that is true. It's, it's self, again, self, taking care of yourself, self-help, uh, self-evaluation, um, just, just things that, again, I'll go back to spiritually, we're creators, so we have to learn how to create our own um, atmosphere. We need to know how to change our atmosphere, change our moods, you know. If it's a spirit of darkness or you feel darkness, not necessarily a spirit, because everything is not a spirit. Can I repeat that? Everything is not a spirit. You have to be very careful when you start talking about this is a spirit, that is a spirit. So I'm going to move on from, from that. But anytime you feel a heaviness or, you know. Like residual like, vibrations. Yeah, you know, person. it's just not... How many people, even in our audience, how many people have ever said, you know, I really don't know what this is, but I just feel heavy. Mm -hmm. You know, I, I just I just feel useless. I just, you know, I feel I'm, I'm tired. Okay, those are the times to start practicing the self-help. Self-care. Self-care. Those are the times to start clapping your hands up, <laughs> you know, or, or laughing or getting in the mirror or doing all those other things that's going to change your... Um, environmental your atmosphere. Don't you think it really changes, it shifts your vibrational level? It shifts your vibrational level, it shifts your which your mindset. Which brings us to the next question. What do you think um, is the most appropriate thoughts to have in the morning to shift to a higher vibrational level, especially if you wake up with a to-do list that's way too long, or, oh my God, what am I going to do? Or you just have that funk, that heavy feeling that comes out. I am so glad that you asked that question because I have the answer and it works. Appreciation. Gratitude. Gratitude. So what, what, is, what is the nor normal time that a person should spend in a rampage of appreciation or gratitude in the morning? Do it all day. 
there, there, there's really no set time. Again, there's no set time. When you wake, when, you're, when your eyes, your eyes don't have to be open. Just your body is awake. Because your spirit is always, you know. Just be thankful. Be thankful if it's, you know, you have a car that's got two good tires. And then you have, and then the other two don't work so well. But they can get you where you're going. Just be thankful. Be thankful that you even have a car. Be thankful for everything. Appreciate everything, even those people that you don't like, because there's a reason that they're in your life. Always, there's a reason. Appreciate. Um, wow, I, I, I feel such a, I feel such a, a good vibe when I talk about appreciation. Because I'm a very thankful person. And anytime I start saying, you know, Father, I thank you, God, I thank you, you know, for what you've done, what you're doing. I don't see it all. I don't know it all. I'm, I, you know, but I'm thankful. I'm thankful for the place that I live. Be thankful, appreciative, gratitude. I don't care if you don't have a 25 cent. Gratitude will shift into more than enough. So, do you think that a really good thing to have in your in your mindset that drops to the heart? Don't you think that that's really how somebody can get into their heart center? Yes, is by getting out of their thoughts mm -hmm. and and drifting down to where they're feeling their thoughts and saying, "I'm thankful." I'm thankful, and even as we talk about that, another another one try. Try laying your hands on your, your, there, that center, you know, and tell yourself, I love me. See, and, and some people, and I didn't say think it, I said say it. Because you say, well, I think, I know that I love me. No, that's not the point. That's not the point. I love me. I, let me just dive into that just, just for a few minutes. Those of you who have illnesses, whatever is going on with your body, lay your hands on that particular spot, whatever it is, and tell, tell, because we talk to it, because we are people of word. Whether it's your heart, whether it's your leg, whether it's your kidney, whether it's your eyes, or whatever, appreciate I love my eye. I love my heart. Because, again, it's spiritual. I love my stomach. For those of you that's having trouble, you know, in your stomach, you know. The Bible says that we can heal ourselves. And that's one way of doing that. Being broken. Your mind. You know, your, your whatever it is. When you start appreciating, start loving. What do you do is, um, I know that your talk that's coming up is on, going to be on post-traumatic stress syndrome. So just to give a little teaser out there, let's say that, uh, and, I, and I'm not ashamed to say it, I have panic attacks. Mm -hmm. And uh, I've had them a lot of my life. Mm -hmm. I mean, I probably was one of the very first people, and, I, and people that know me, I've said it before, I'm probably one of the first people that were diagnosed with it because it was in the early 90s, and before that it was just veterans or people that had had war. And so when mm -hmm. they got a hold of me, mine was, you know, for whatever reason, uh, they came upon me, and I think I've always had them my whole life. They just got really kind of out of control at that particular point. So it's so real when they come upon you. And I think I speak for everyone that's ever had it. I mean, for that split second, you honestly, you can hear things that aren't, don't exist. You can uh, feel trauma. You can actually be in a place that you're really not at. I mean, seriously to God, you're not there. It, it's somewhere that you've been. I, I don't know anyone that has post-traumatic stress syndrome that can say that it's a future scene. To me, it's always been a passing, and it's very vivid. I mean, it's like you got, I don't know, I can't speak for everyone, and I'll be interested to see the comments and the shares, and I, because it'll help prepare you for the, the next meeting. 
And and that is going to be a challenging meeting. Uh, first of all, I'm not a psychiatrist. I'm 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 not I'm not a doctor. You know, um, I can only go on the knowledge that I have. Which is, but you know which what? Is, you know, it's spiritual. And, can, and I can yes, and I can go. I can talk about you know the spiritual part of it um, to a degree. However. I think once we get into that, I would encourage listeners everywhere, uh, go to a professional. I can, I can tell you from just reading about it, it's, it's called fear. It's, it's, you know, and religiously we can say, you know. Don't well, you think a combination of anything is better than just one set thing? Yes. So, I mean, for me, what has helped me through the years has always been a combination approach. Combination. I mean, I seeking a wise counsel, whether it is a alternative method, you know, like an alternative life coach, a, a counselor, a psychiatrist. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think they all work together. As long as you yourself can get solid in your own mindset. It all works together it all works together realizing that there is one power right and don't you think which is that the power of god i know that i can tell you a story that was a, it was really interesting for me it was back years ago and and i had came back to my mom's house and they were the panic attacks had actually taking a physical uh component on my body. I mean, mm-hmm. I was actually losing weight faster than mm-hmm. anybody could actually put it on me. And so, and many of the doctors thought I was anorexic, but I was eating. And I, and my mom could contest that I was eating, and people that mm-hmm. know me knew I was eating. And I wasn't eating foods that should have made me thin. I was eating the, the Twinkies, <laughs> uh, the Ding Dongs, the, uh, that ages me. Um, you know, the the apple pies, uh, anything that I could get my hands on that were actually considered very high calorie. But, but a lot of potato- sugar. No, mashed potatoes and gravy. Um, back then, Kentucky Fried Chicken was on my speed dial. Oh, I do that. Fren- I do French that fries, you know. <laughs> French fries were definitely, I mean, McDonald's probably saw me six or seven times a day. I mean... The so to to hear that my blood workup came back anorexic was I mean you should have seen my mom and me both look at each other it was like what because again it I I believe that it takes all of those components and a lot of times it doesn't matter what profession that you're in you don't know it all well the thing that was so interesting back at this time is. My mom was one that would, she would stop everything, and, and now we call it meditation. Back there, my mom called quiet time with God. Mm-hmm. And we would, she would just say, okay, we're going to go quiet, and we're just going to connect to God, and we're going to ask where we need to go. Mm-hmm. I kid you not, uh, I sat there, and of course, I'm still to this day, I do, I will be honest with you, I love mindfulness, I love meditation. But there's days that I'm better at it than others. <laughs> and if I'm really nervous, I'm probably going to open up an eye and stare around the room. Isn't that Honestly. With, isn't that with everything, <laughs> though? I mean, some days we're good at certain things. Some days we're not. And I do not want to ever paint the picture. That is perfect. That is perfect because it is not. I don't ever want to paint the picture that my way will work and nobody else's will work. And that's why you constantly hear me say over and over again, repetitively, that do what works for you. We had a saying not too long ago, do you, boo. (laughs) Whatever works for you, then that's what you do. Do not get into a habitual thing and and, and press it. You know, it's got to work today. It's got to work today. Okay, I prayed 109 times and I don't have an answer yet. Okay, that that becomes in, insane. You, but that's a ritual, and, yeah. and I don't think rituals actually always work. Yeah, you know, so we, we don't want to do that, you know. I don't want to do that. 
Well, I will tell you that uh, it was interesting because, like I said, I sat there with one eye open, and I was quiet, though. And that's that's good for mm. me because I'm not always quiet, and people know that, especially our listeners. And when it was all done, my mom got out a, a telephone book. Back then, we didn't have our phones. And she literally went to a doctor and put her finger on it. And then she went to a nutritionist and found, put, found, and she found a few other ones that were totally off the wall. And then she said, these are your healers. These are where we're going. And I was like, huh? <laughs> and she started making the phone calls. And, and, and I was like, okay. But the whole long story short, it was really interesting because they were spot on. Mm-hmm. Each one of them became a piece of the puzzle that actually at that time in my life, so it's exactly like you said, each one of them became a piece of the puzzle. There was no one thing. Mm-hmm. So you are accurate. A person has to find their niche. And sometimes niche. it's many. I mean, it, it, I'm telling you, my right. mom had like seven people. Right. And I, I was like, Mom, they don't. what if they don't even talk to one another? But here was the interesting thing. All of them in some way, shape, or form, were connected. They were either colleagues, friends, went to church together, mm-hmm. or something. Every one of those people had a link. And you, you mentioned one important thing, which is you just said, and that is a lot of people go to church. That's what they do. That's, what they, that's where they can find their niche, Okay. Uh, I encourage people to connect with a local body, okay? Uh, Listen to other people, leaders, mentors. You know, I'm sure that there are people in a family. My grandfather was our and my, uh, that was my support. My my grandfather was full of wisdom. I know. And so... He would say things like, be what she is and not what you ain't. And see how powerful is that? Yeah, that's real powerful. I know, it should be on all of our, all of our mirrors. Yeah, that's, that's, that was his. I never heard anybody else say it. I haven't heard it but that, that straight. You know, and that takes care of everything. And that's, again, very encouraging because you can't be who, you, who you're not. Be who you are. People might not accept you for who you are. However, there are some people that will accept you. Everybody's not going to accept you for who you are. So does that really make us chosen at that point that we can connect with I, who I we really are? I think once once you're aware of that, yes, that makes you chosen. And then don't you, you know, think when we veer off of that is when we become broken? Yes. Yes. We, we, I, we, we have fear, which goes back to what we were saying. I... Uh, it's been some years now, and a friend of mine told me, she said, I've got all these fears, you know, and I was very dogmatic at, at that time in my age, and I said, you cannot fear because God has not given you a spirit of fear. She said, I didn't say God gave it to me. I have it. I love that. Okay, that explains me. He didn't give it to me. Yeah, I have it. Hey, I picked it up somewhere. I didn't say that he gave it to me. So, um, we're, I think that, again, that it's, it's all a personal thing. You, you, you have to find your niche, know whether it's reading, but you have to change your mindset however you do that. I, you know, whether you get up in the morning or whatever, I just came back from a short vacation. I think people should go places. Go somewhere where you haven't been. You know, take, if it's not but one day, if it's not but a few hours, Go somewhere if you, if it's a ride out into the country. Your your mind, your frequency needs to change. And you can do that when you go to other places. It it's just like the time. The Spirit of God gave me this when I when I was traveling. It's just like the time. Well, when you traveling in a car and you go from Little Rock to Mississippi to, well, by the time you hit uh, the end of Alabama and get over into Georgia, the time changes automatically. 
Okay, so what does that tell me? That tell me that when I step into a, another area, my mindset changes. My frequency changes. That's powerful. You know, because in, I'm, I'm in a different environment. My grandmother used to say it like this. I love my grandmother. My grandmother, she said, when I travel, I don't have to take that medicine because I don't pain. I, I'm, I'm just, and I finally got it. You're not under the stress. Oh, yeah. So the food, to make it better in your mind, is you're somewhere where it's not stressful. So it's good to travel and oh. get away. All right, so um, what if you can't get away? What if you, it's morning time, I'm going to bring you back to the morning. To the morning. And it's my routine, and, and I, I have all these things on my agenda. Can we take that, can we do that without leaving? Can we go to a different place in our room? Can we look in, can we have a morning routine where we actually put what you just said to practice within our own environment? Can I make you laugh? Yes. Can I make everybody laugh in here? My grandfather's was the bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> he would take his newspaper, and that's where he would go. And back then, you had long cords on the telephone. Mm -hmm. So he would take the phone and the paper first thing in the morning. That's what he would do. That was his morning routine? That was, that was, that was, that was it. And then he came out of... Then, he, then he's fine. You know, grandmother, my grandmother fixes coffee, everything. He's ready for breakfast. He's ready to go. But that's how he started his morning. So, yes, I used to start mine, and, and I was I was under a lot of stress. Um, I would I would find, I would go outside early in the morning with my coffee. And whatever emotion that I had at that time, that's what I would do. Whether it was cry, whether it was screaming, whether it was... You know, but the 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 fresh air, the morning air, changed. It, it it uplifted me. So it's like what you said about getting out of your normal routine mm -hmm. and into something else. Get out of your normal routine. So are you saying to our audience and to us in this room that um, don't get so set on one morning routine? Exactly. Because we have different needs at different times. Right. And adjust it. Right. If you're waking up at 6, start waking up at 5.30. Set your clock. Oh, dear God, that won't work. <laughs> yeah, it will. Mm. It will. I'll just hit the snooze it'll, it'll button. Be. But, okay, but you woke up. True. That, that's, that's the point. Okay, yeah, I'll give you because that. Because you had okay. to wake up to hit the snooze button. Yeah, because it drives you crazy. Right. That's not your usual routine. So it doesn't matter how short it is. It's the fact that it changes, it shifts. Okay, so now that you said that, I'm going to share one of my fun, how I actually get out of funk a lot of times. Okay. I actually do that. <laughs> but I set four alarms. And, yeah. and they're usually about 15 to a half hour apart. And what I honestly do is I know I give myself the first one to just pull the covers over my head because that's what I really want to do. Mm -hmm. The second one is to pull it down off of my head and just find one thing that I'm grateful for. And the third time, I usually will go ahead and make myself come up with three things that I'm really just appreciative for. Mm -hmm. And then actually drill upon them. And I'm going to be honest, if I have to make it to the fourth one, <laughs> It's the mindfulness calm. <laughs> it's the app on the phone um, called Calm. It's simple things that we can do. And then once that that mindfulness comes up, and I've done ten mm. minutes of that, then I can get up and I will go and do my appreciation in the mirror. But I am serious. Depending on my mood, depending on my night, I actually do set those a lot. <laughs> and when you said that, I was like, I'm not going to tell him that. But then. <laughs> Then the voice is yeah, you there, have to be real. See there, because when you open up, which is another good thing, people, be real. I, I just said it. My grandfather mm -hmm. said, be what you is and not what you ain't. 
Well, I'm going to be honest. If you had not brought up setting the alarm, I probably wouldn't have shared yeah. that. Be be real. And I'm not even sure people around me know I do that. <laughs> Change is good, no matter no matter what it is. Change is a good spiritual food, no matter what it is, because everything is spirit. So change. If you're going to work and you hate going, going to work, go another way. Turn down a different street and come around it, you know. Uh, it says any, any small change is always helpful. Any small change. Because we're creators and we, we create our own atmosphere by what we think, what we say, what we feel, the actions that we take. All of that. So at your so to kind of sum it up, mornings can be good. Mornings can be awesome. I used to wake up and say, Good morning, God. That's pretty cool. You know. Did he talk back? I I feel that the spirit moves when I when I, when we talk. Because see, we're spirit. How can it not? We're so we're so connected. I must say this. We are so connected to spirit, which is part of our assignment, my assignment, is to make people aware that you are already connected because I was taught this. Can you separate water from wet? No, you can't. It'll come in a different form. It can be ice. It can be mist. It can be whatever but you cannot separate water from wet. So what are you saying, Pastor? I am saying that you cannot be separated from the Spirit of God. No matter what you do, you cannot be separated. The only way that this body is going to separate from the Spirit from your is when your Spirit comes out of your body and you go to where, wherever you wherever you're going and I won't get into that right now but that's the only way so while you're down here on this earth in this dimension going through all of these things that you've been you've been you're being hurt you've been the things that we talk about being broken you're 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 being um uh and, and, and even when I'm talking I, I I I feel the elderly you're being shifted aside you're lonely you're lonely you're being broken but always remember that there is the power of God, the Spirit of God within us can never be separated. Uh, and then again, after you transition or after you die, you're still not separated. Your body is separated. Because in this dimension, you have to have a body to function. <laughs> but the body goes, you know, back to the dust, back to the ground. It, it deteriorates. So you never separate from God. So when, when, when I say, which is another good affirmation, I am connected to God. I like that one. I am connected to God. I say that often. And I might be feeling like, God who? Who is God? No. <laughs> you know, are you? No, I'm connected. Because I was taught you cannot separate water wet from water no you really can't but i wouldn't have thought of that but i know you did text me that at a perfect time in my life and i i kept reading that and as the day went on it was kind of funny because i was like wow that is true and and for me it became really real as things unfolded i i also i i must say this your behaviors do not affect God. They affect you. And I talk to people all the time, and I once believed this. Oh, my God, if, if, if I do this, God is going to go and leave me. No. Again, wet water. Wet water. God would not leave you. God is not going to. Well, look at things that are happening. God is just not in it. Uh, God is there. The Spirit of God is there. However, as an individual, you have to know and believe that 
the spirit. Faith comes by belief. I mean, you know, it, it works, but you, you've, you've got to believe. You've got to do something. You've got to believe that all of the things that we've talked about, the music, the clapping, whatever it is, the food that we talked about, an individual must believe that for themselves, no matter what somebody else say. So I believe that I'm connected to God. I, I put on my Facebook page today, my, my power is not desensitized. Okay? I'm powerful no matter what. I like that. So nothing. The Bible says let nothing separate you from the love of God. From the love of God. Of the love of God. Nothing. So do you think So love comes by power. Love is power. Can you misuse the power? You can misuse the power. But when you misuse the power, you're misusing yourself. You're misusing God. Because God can't be misused. He's so God. do you think that's how people become broken? Yes. People become broken. First of all, people become broken because it's necessary in this dimension. I cannot explain why. But it's necessary that you go through what, whatever you go through. It was necessary that Jesus went through Samaria. That was a need. There's, there is always a reason that we are broken. There's always, we're, we're, we're sometimes ministered, ministering to others. Like I told you, when my daughter transitioned, okay, that brokenness brought me to the point where I am this very moment. Sure. So there was a need for her to transition, okay? But we have to be made aware of the need. So since our, our podcast is on mornings, mm-hmm. do you think there's a need for those mornings that you feel the funk? There is a need. And there, because, I mean, is that like... It has to be a balance. It has to be a balance. You can't get up every morning feeling good. I'm just going to get... No, 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 no. Because if you didn't get in the funk, the purpose... Oh, my God, today, I'm on a pulpit. <laughs> I'm in the pulpit. The purpose of you being in a funk, the main purpose is that you build your relationship with God. So the next time that I wake up or our viewers wake up in the morning and they're in the funk, maybe we should embrace it. Yes, because, and then flow. Don't always try to get out of it. Oh, I need to get out. No, just flow. Just go through your day. This too will pass. So you just wake up and you go, okay, I'm in the funk. Yeah, I'm in the funk. I'm in a bad mood. Okay, I'm being honest about it. I'm in a bad mood. Don't talk to me. Dog, don't bark. Cat, don't purr. Bird, do not chirp. Okay, I don't want to hear none of that. Matter of fact, son, it can get out of my eyes. It's too bright. We have to learn this is life. Don't always try to get out of the situation. There's a lot of times that we're in the desert. I just told somebody that this weekend. You're in the valley because there's a need for you to be there. What if I can't see that need? What if I'm impatient? If you're impatient, then you must be taught how to be patient. Oh, well, the, uh, how much time do you have on your hands? Well, <laughs> how much time do you have in your hands because you're the one that has to do it? Well, I'm not asking, I, I'm I not asking to learn that. <laughs> I, 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 for that. anyone <laughs> out there, I am not asking to learn that. Yeah. No, but, I am not putting that out in the universe. But but we go, we we go through life like, you know, everything is so rigid. Everything, oh, this is never going to, this is never going to, never I'm say never that. going to get out of here. I'm, this is always going to happen to me. This is it. It's because of your mindset. So let it flow. Yes. Um. So I know this has happened to me a few times, but have you ever had those moments where you just allow yourself to feel it and the person that's in the room, you come in like 
home from work that's like, okay, I'm in a really bad mood, so please just give me, like, five minutes to decompress. Mm -hmm. And your version of decompressing is you're silent for a second, you just be like, okay, the traffic is, like, horrible. And then because they accepted it and because you accepted it, mm -hmm. you're just like, I feel better now that I've accepted that except, things were Except it, 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 that's exactly it. Yeah. It is... What it is. What it is. It is I, what it is. I'm going to be really honest with you. I do not like that, and I'll tell you why. Why, Melissa? Because I think that is a total limited belief. Mm. And I totally believe that you need to stretch yourself out of limited beliefs and go to unlimited. See, but you can take so, it a step further. No, I, I, I wouldn't want to stay with that thing because no. that is a limited belief. And that's gonna, that's, that's but each individual. Taking, but here's the taking it a step further. If you accept it is what it is, like, but how can I change it to where it is what it is not? But that is not what you said. You were okay with accepting a limited belief until I brought it up. Mm, for two seconds. No, you didn't say it. Because the instant that you feel better, it's gone. Because it's like, okay, now that that's over with, but I've accepted but it, that's, again, how does it change? Again, like we said to the, to the audience mm -hmm. and the audience here, and that is different strokes for different folks. All yeah. I'm saying is as a law of attraction coach, I have to, to step in and say that that is considered yes. a limited yes. belief. Yes, yes, And an unlimited would be what she just did where mm -hmm. she pivoted. Okay. But to I would caution anyone that, and that's where I was going, she obviously pivoted. She did pivot her thoughts. Mm. But you have to have the mindset that you're going to pivot. That you're going to so pivot. So if we just tell an audience that it is what it is, you were telling him it's an uh, it's limited, and she didn't really mean that because okay. her idea of saying it is what it is was to pivot to it's gone, it, which it, is a higher vibration. And I agree, I agree. So all I'm saying is what it is, what it is. If you stay there, you're liable okay. to. If you stay, that's the key. Do you realize I think how many of saying. my clients yeah. have said that? If and it you just stay keeps there, up. yeah. If you stay there, if you stay there, because as as a life coach, you say, okay, you just can't stay there. Okay, it is what it is at this moment. However, let's move forward. All I'm saying is, have you ever said it is what it is, and then you you end up saying it 15 times in a day? Yeah. Because you've stayed there. Yeah. And the next situation is even yeah. more of what yeah. it is, what it is. Yeah. And then the next one yeah. is more of what it is, yeah. what it is. And that how, can be broken, yes. Yeah. But how much of that is repeating itself to teach you a lesson to get your thoughts pivoted in the first place? Because if you always accept what it is, you're never going to get out of it. But if it keeps showing up, obviously there's supposed to be a reason why, right? That's debatable. I believe that if you actually are out there getting more and more and more contrast, it's because you have not stretched from your thoughts to your heart center right, right. and accepted that there is something better. I shouldn't say better because that means it's you're looking for something. There, I'm going to turn it into there is something good. There is something good. It's all good. Is that okay? That's good. I that's like good. That. And that's where we can shift back into what, you know, what we what we were talking about. Because it is all good. And it takes time, it takes reasoning, it takes work. Um, it takes all of that because again, it's it's life. I agree with that. I just think that sometimes life is hard for everyone. Oh. And can the, and on the flip side of it, if it wasn't hard, I don't think that we'd be enjoying life. That's right. And I would also go to say that if it wasn't hard, you wouldn't draw certain people in your life. Oh, that's very true. Because as as phenomenal as as this is becoming, and and sitting with you and learning from you and hearing it. I'm going to be really honest with my audience. I probably would not have connected had I not been at a hard place. Wow. So to me, I would say that I would embrace the hardness because if you embrace it knowing that you're looking for good, 
It's amazing what shows up. That's powerful. To fix the void. Embrace it knowing that you're looking for good. And that's what I really mean. It's all good. It, what it is, what it is, embrace it knowing there's, there's good. Because otherwise, when I've stopped mm-hmm. and I've just stated the what it is, what, oh my God, I'll say that 15 times a day. Well, Contrast think, will just keep showing And, and up. you're not the only one that's been there. We've all been there at some point in life. We but if you look for there. the good, it becomes a different statement. Uh, yes. Yeah. And it's all good. Well, I like the all good, so I'm going to say that mornings can be all good. Mornings can be all good. Good morning. <laughs> and since we're doing this at nighttime, let our viewers kind of, what is um, a takeaway that they could kind of sum up what we just talked about? Kind of going into the night, knowing that we just gave them food for thought. Mm-hmm. And tomorrow or the next morning, however they they end up listening to this, most likely it's not going to be first thing in the morning. How would you give them a takeaway that they could use What that would resonate with them, that would kind of sum up everything that we've just learned today? I feel that, we, that you just said it. And that is, it's all good. So we can look in the mirror and we can say, hello, God, it's all good. All good. Or... Can we say that there might be those that don't say the word God? So whatever you ask, whatever you, your higher power, and have assurance, and your faith is in, then that's what you use. However, it's all good. I love it. So basically, where do we go from here? Where do we go from here? Yeah, what's your next topic? My next topic is, and, and I've thought about this. I haven't, I have not discussed it. But my next topic is when the inward becomes the outward. And to a foundation of that is, which is a foundation of all of it, which had resonated in my spirit. For about a week now. It's faith. I love that. We must believe. So when can your audience look for your next podcast. On this subject. Well. I'm not too sure when. Maybe. You know (laughs) I'm going to try to get that golden nugget. Because they're going to ask. So you know. I'm just kind of like that person on the end of a let's, podcast. Let's is say, going, where's my golden nugget? When do I get some more? Let's say it will. It would be within. It will be within a, in a week. And not only that, your your next um, meeting for Zoom and in person is That's, on August twenty fifth. August twenty fifth. Three I'm, o'clock. I'm excited about that. Three o'clock. Sunday afternoon. Sunday afternoon. And anyone that has anything that they'd like to contribute to it, could they not mention it in the comments, pass it on, share it with others? Please share. It's going to be, again, on post-traumatic stress syndrome and just stress in general. Yeah, stress in general. So I mean, they don't have to be, they don't have to have had a diagnosis of post-traumatic stress. Thank you for saying that. Thank you for saying that. No, stress is stress. Your dog can stress you out. You're barking too much. You, you know, not, you're stressing. Not only that, I'm going to urge them to hit it before it becomes post-traumatic stress syndrome. Yeah. So yeah. many people do not understand that you can't get a diagnosis of post-traumatic stress syndrome unless you've let your stress overtake your present. Right. So I would encourage everyone. With, yeah, with everything going on in the world now, it's stressful. It's it's It's... You can be stressed sitting in front of your television. You can be stressed never just reading the news, listening. Reading the news, listening to it. And so I think, again, it's important that we talk about this faith walk. You know, it's funny. um, My mom used to say that stress is an S word, and Mm -hmm. so is spirituality. So it's easier to turn into spirituality than stress. Wow. And that would lead into your faith. That the talk that you're going to have. Yes. And wouldn't 
I may be speaking out of line, but I like to find those little golden nuggets. Okay, fine. Is that not, could I, could I have a sneak preview? And is that inward, outward going to be part of the talk on the 25th? Yes, the inward, outward, um, how to, everything is an inside job. Let, let me say how I, well, how I conceive that. Um, I was watching a, I forgot what show it was now, but uh, things were going real crazy. And so one of the detectives said, it has to be somebody on the inside that's causing all of this chaos on the outside. Oh my God, that's true. Mm. I just got that. I just, <laughs> I, just, I, I just had a moment. I was like, and, and that's that's the golden nugget. There's more to come. Oh, I like it. I like it because I really just got that. <laughs> and I'm gonna leave my audience saying, "Did you just get that?" Yeah. So share. So please, 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 please share. And one thing I want to also say is. Knowledge is good. Study on your own. Look, look up these things. Uh, I taught a class one time, and I asked the question, and my students were going like, we don't know the answer. I said, Google it. <laughs> so that's what you do. You don't know the answer. You Google it. Study for yourself. You're an individual. I like that because I was one that used to run to the library, but now it's so much easier with Google. Yeah, Google. It's just like running to the library. Mm, and they even have all those little questions that I hadn't even thought yeah, of. That they actually right there, there. Right there. You go down them and do them just like that. Just I know. Like you can put in like, um, is there any way that I can do this? And then they'll have like five different questions that elaborate. Is there any way yeah. I can do this? Yeah. So Google is a good thing. I want I want to say this too. God God is close to the brokenhearted. So that means that he's close to everybody. Oh, thank God. <laughs> All right, so is there any ending words of advice or are we just going to say goodbye for now and, and put a bow on it and say see you next time? Well, let's or just say you next time. let's just say see you the next time. See you the next time. Thank you so much. Thank you so much for having me. I am honored. Oh, it's always a pleasure. Thank you. I mean, you, phenomenal. Thank you. It's only by the grace of God. And I think he's that you're yeah. well blessed. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you to everybody out there. Please um, don't keep us a well-kept secret. If you find one takeaway, one golden nugget, Please share it because you never know one person really does make a difference. So connect out there. Bring in, bring in those that you know would benefit and see us and visit your page on Facebook. Visit my page, 5-in-1 Ministry, Pastor Stephen L. Rogers. Rogers is with a D, R-O-D. G-E-R-S. Yeah, don't call him Pastor O. <laughs> <laughs> and that's just an inside joke, so we'll see you next time. <laughs>